Hello, welcome to Diner Dishing. Have a seat, get comfortable, and your host will be right with you. Hi y'all, welcome to Diner Dishing. I'm your host, Lauren D, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Tara Lee. Howdy! How are you? Oh, I am delightful. How was your Thanksgiving? Which one? I've had so many. There's been so many casseroles. Casserole, casserole, casserole. How many Thanksgivings did you have? Okay, let me take that back. I had a Friendsgiving, I had a Thanksgiving, and then I had a Sunday dinner. Okay. So, but they all consisted of the same food, except for Sunday dinner because I uh, branched out on my own and did my own thing. There was some smoked pork there, and I made grits, collard greens, and smoked pork. It's fabulous. That sounds delish. It is delish. Good for you. I love that you're a, a chef as well. Yeah, well, just create things sometimes. I'm, I'm very attracted to chefs. Out of the box. <laughs> chefs and and. And I are best friends. Best friends. So I had the typical. I really just wanted like starch. I wanted mashed potatoes and stuffing and turkey and ham and gravy and bread. And that's all I had. I didn't want anything to do with a single vegetable. Hmm. That's always second dinner. Uh, well, that's what I was going to ask you. The, the roll with the meat. The did you roll. do it? I did it. I had. Uh, we still have ham. I've had like twenty five ham sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> it's good times. I'm sure your cardiologist will love that. Yeah, I avoid the. Car- I haven't. I haven't been. I'm not the age. I probably should go, but I haven't been yet. The, a, a lady of a of a certain age. <sighs> that hurts. That really hurts. Look, I'm I'm there with you. I don't know. But I'm just no lady. <laughs> Yeah, that and you all. Okay, there you go. Well, Tara, we've been really enjoying this, the two of us. I hope all the listeners are still enjoying it. We have cracked ourselves up. I mean, for real. And I don't know. I'm just wondering, what have you learned in the last two episodes about maybe me or yourself or... Well, the biggest thing I've learned this week after starting the Facebook page is it is exhausting being famous. (laughs) You would not believe the friend request and sex chats that I've been invited to. Really? You would not believe it. It's just like working in a restaurant. Now, <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out because well, you... I will give you the password. You can no, find no, it. No. Uh, Facebook knows darn good and well. I don't know anybody with a name that looks like hieroglyphics. No, Facebook. Stop it. Oh, that's So really that funny. has been eventful this week. Over a dull moment. In one hour, there was over 150 friend requests, so I felt very popular. I thought, well, my goodness. Come to find out, it was a lot of Nigerian princes. Um, You know, so that was fun deleting. (laughs) I shared a couple of them with you. Deleting. Uh, That was fun deleting, so happy deleting. But after we worked all that out. So you just gave up bombarded right off the right rip off, and then right they fizzle jump, out? And then they fizzle out. Yes. Okay. So it was exhausting being famous. That's oh, what I've learned. Wow. You know and, what I've and, learned? Oh, okay, go oh, ahead. I have learned that I literally sound like a piece of living cornbread. <laughs> I am so country. <laughs> like a piece of literal cornbread. That is what I sound like. Now I'm so, looking at you. From now on, and I shall be called a cornbread head. Cornbread head. <laughs> you can call me cornbread for short. You're not that bad. You know what I've learned? Tell me. I say so a lot. 
Anyway. <laughs> yes, I do. And so, so, Tara, you can lovingly and gently kick me in the shins if I say so more than mm, four times in a minute. Does that work? Oh, I'm going to try not to resort to physical violence. Um, I'll find some way to remind you. Okay, like snap in my face or something. <laughs> if y'all hear random snapping, you just stop saying stop so. it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to transition because people listening to this podcast might be like, she says so a lot, or it might be a peeve of theirs. I'm thinking we need to speak on some of our personal pet peeves in the restaurant business. Would you like to start? Kids. Not little kids, not like toddlers. They're just learning to behave in a restaurant, but big kids that should know better. We used to have a group of that would come in. They were played baseball, I think, uh, in the summer. They came in, they wore metal cleats, and we had hardwood floors. And they it was just a mission one night. They wanted to see how many marks they could put in that floor. The owner about had a stroke. Oh but my. this kid, the same kid, he came up one night. I had a huge tray of food. He came up running up behind me and just kicked me right in the ass, just square in the ass. <laughs> With his cleats? With his cleats. Ow. What? Um, Did you fum, tump, tumble I, and Well, fall? no. With this kid, you were always on guard. You knew to just be ready at all times. He left his Game Boy in the restaurant one time, and I chased him out in the parking lot, and he just snatched it out of my hand. This kid was, he was a doozy. So your pet peeve is... Ill-behaved children over the age of ten and uh, yeah. under the age old of enough to know better. Fourteen. Yeah, like I have a three-year-old grandbaby. She's a terror in a restaurant, but she's learning. She's learning not to be a terror. Well, good. So. Good job, Grandma. Granny. <laughs> I remember when my daughter was very young. She was obsessed with balloons, and I took her to a Mexican restaurant. And they had balloons everywhere. It was very sweet. They gave kids, every time you walked in, they, you'd get a balloon. Well, my daughter decided she wanted all the balloons. And she got out of her chair. She's a toddler. And started running around the restaurant, juking and jiving, you know, with the, the poor <laughs> servers who had the whole line of plates all the way up to their, sh- you know, their arms up to their shoulders. Sizzling trying, Yes, trying to grab balloons from all the tables and all the kids. And, of course, being a restaurant worker, I ripped that child up off the floor so fast and whisked her outside and told my husband, get it all to go, because we are not playing this game. <laughs> We're done today. We are done. We'll try again another yes. day. Yes. So I love a parent who is I mean, cognizant a, of the fact that their child is creating mayhem and do something about as it. As a parent, I love that. As a server, I love that. Right. I love that story all the way around. Yes. My pet peeve with children is not really with the children. It's with a parent when you go up to take the order and you're busy. There's a lot going on and, and, and okay, what would your, you know, your child like? And the parent looks at the child and says, honey, do you want a hamburger or a hot dog? Oh, that's the or worst. Or do you want chicken tenders? That's the worst. Or mac and cheese? And, and the child's there like, And the kid's like, I'll have a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> As if that was on the list. Right. Just, you know, just have it ready. Be ready. 
you know, discuss amongst all the yeah, children. Just that in the car. <laughs> Write notes if you need. Yeah. But get what they Pictures, want. Pictures, cry it out in the car, argue about it, do all <laughs> that before you get to us. Yes. That is pre-dine etiquette. Yes, pre-dining etiquette. Pre-dining etiquette. There is a thing. Pull it together, Pull people. Pull it together. <laughs> all right, my next peeve is we live in the South, so when... You ask somebody what they want to drink, and they say iced tea. You know that you need to be specific. Unsweet or sweet? If you don't specify to me, you're getting sweet. Because, like you said, this is the South. If you don't specify, if it's non-specified, it is sweet. Really? Absolutely. If they say, I'll have iced tea, you just say, okay, and walk away and get them a sweet. Absolutely sweet. And does it backfire? Not usually. But... uh, Things have changed. Here's my favorite today I had. I had this happen to me today. Half and half. As if that's not bad enough. I. Anyway. Half and half. Half sweet, half unsweet. Yes, yes, ma'am. I understand. Well, but you know what? I, in that defense, it's really not much of a defense. You're going to defend that? What about the half Coke, half Diet Coke people? <sighs> Have you ever tried that? Because it sounds disgusting. I'm not going to try I'm it. Not tr- no. But that you. is a thing now. No, thank you. None for me. I'm driving. Everything has changed in the department of ordering a drink. Oh. It is not drink ordering straight is up. insanity. I'll have a decaf coffee. I'll have a decaf That is exactly, exactly okay, what my day was like. That is from a movie from uh, many, many years ago. And I'm not going to say what movie. I love this movie. I think five people maybe saw it. If you know what movie this is from, email us at dinerdishing at gmail.com and tell me the movie that that is from, and you will get a shout-out next episode. We don't have prizes or anything, so shout-out's going to have to do. Whoop, whoop. Okay, back to peeps. What about the all-encompassing, every server despises when this happens, Hi, how are y'all today? Diet Coke. Exactly. Now, I know this is, sounds cliche, but it happens all day, every day. Every day. And, it, and it's usually the Diet Coke people. Well, can you just <laughs> look up at us and just say, yeah, hi, just, just, may I please have a Diet Coke? Yeah. And, and then when yeah, I bring it to you, thank me for it. Just It's just common courtesy. It's common courtesy. I think it's the word you're looking for, yeah. Okay, your turn. And, okay. When you don't remember what you ordered... When, uh, there's a table of 25 of you, and I get back, and I've got, um, I'm standing here with a burger, I've got a burger with mayonnaise, ketchup, onions, anyone, anyone, nobody will claim the burger. I get it if you're 100 years old, but if you're 100 years old, you're probably not listening to this podcast, so it's not you. It's Okay, so I have, I have two sides of this story. I've worked in fine dining, fine dining where you have your seats, so you never come up there and quote-unquote auction off food. And I understand that a lot of people frown on that. Hey, who's got this and who's got that? Because 
It, but it is hard when you it's a big party and other people are helping you run food and there's it's impossible to have what's it, like pivot points I don't even know what it's yeah. called anymore because I haven't done fine dining yeah. in so long and I love both I love fine dining and I love turn and burn so I I do understand that we should know where who ordered what but but that's you should an impossibility also, you should also know what you ordered at least I have some also idea. feel like we can do better at knowing what people ordered so we don't have to, you know, have play a guessing game. I, I agree. I agree. Speaking of games, da, 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 I, more peeves will come up as well. Oh, but peeve. I don't want to over peeve. We've got peeves a million. I want to play a game. It's about that time in the episode that we're going to play a game. And this one is called Two Facts and a Fib. Brought to you by two very bored women who have nothing better to do with their lives than let you try to decide if they're telling the truth or lying. All right, I'm going to start. I'm going to say three things, and you are going to pick out the lie. The lie. One time when I was waiting tables, this is when I lived down at the beach, I was the only server because I don't even know why. People were sick or didn't show up or whatever. I fell and I broke my arm. I didn't know I broke my arm at the time, but I did break my arm. But I kept on working, and I finished the entire shift. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I was working with some, let's call them hooligans in the kitchen, <laughs> and I reached for a hot dog. <laughs> and it wasn't a hot dog. And the third one is a customer was choking and I heard it from across the restaurant and I went running over there and I performed the Heimlich and saved his life. Two (laughs) facts and a fib. Which one is the fib? (laughs) Why are you giggling? Because I want so bad to be the fib, but I know it's not. Let's see. I think the fib is you performing the Heimlich. You're right. <laughs> you wanted it to just be the because, hot dog? Just because I know the restaurant business, the hot dog story, tell me, tell me. And, uh, uh, that's probably what's there to tell. <laughs> what is there to tell? Yes, I I, oh. I I would like to think I would jump into action and, and you know, just... Be very heroic. Oh, oh, yeah, cape and all. I fear that I would be frozen, but I hope that I would be the savior. I, not in the restaurant, but there was a kid in a grocery store that I Heimlich one time. I think, really? I think maternal just kicked in. Good just, for you. Like, give me the baby. Okay, back to the game. Okay. Your turn. Here mine. A customer's grandmother died out of state, and they... She was just like in Tennessee or something and stayed over. So they rented a van and went and picked her up to bring her back. And on their way back into town, they stopped and ate dinner while Grandma was out in the car in the van waiting. Priorities. Story number one. They were hungry. (laughs) Story number two. A man comes in every week, orders a rib plate, takes his false teeth out, sits them on the table, not on the napkin, on the table, eats his rib plate, (laughs) swishes his mouth, Spits in a cup, puts his teeth back in. Oh, my God. Story number two. And story number three, small, but just a small family restaurant I worked at. 
there were just very few customers in there, but a man comes in and robs the place, robs all the customers, robs the servers, robs the restaurant. And as he's going out the door, <laughs> as he's going out the door, one of the servers comes running from the back, waving cash, and said, You forgot this! Oh, these are good. I think Grandma is a lie. Grandma is a truth. Ah! What's the lie? The man with the false teeth. Oh, I love that. I could just picture him, like, sucking on the bones without his it, teeth. That's something you want to picture? I, I don't want to, but I did. Okay, that was good. So yeah, the the Wait, Robin so story really happened. Please, really. let's let's uh, let's hear a little bit more. Well, you were the you whole heard the about whole this? place, the or, whole place, the whole place was robbed, and you were there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow! So they come in, they get all everybody's money. Everybody digs out their money, but this one slips off to the back. She's in the back hearing it. She's okay. hearing it. She's off in the break room in the so back. She's he not being robbed. Anywhere. She's okay. not being robbed. Okay. She can be in safety because right. he doesn't go past the front door. He just, it's that small a place. And she comes out of the back out of nowhere and has the deposit. <laughs> you are kidding. I promise you. Did she get fired? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think of what I would do if that were my restaurant and that I guess it, we, they just filed it with the rest of it on the insurance, I guess. I, I Wait, you forgot this. <laughs> That is amazing. Isn't that amazing? Balls. That is incredible. And the, the, the grandmother in the van, I knew them. They came, they stopped at my restaurant. I waited on them while grandma, grandma was a lady that I knew from a friend of mine's beauty shop. She got her hair done there. Um, and so I knew them. So grandma was one of my lovely, lovely customers. She was about 95 and she was a gem. I loved her. So they brought her by for one last hurrah, I guess. Can I ask, did you go, like, look at her? I didn't. She okay. was already in a casket and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, sitting up, she wasn't, like, sitting up in the back seat. It reminds me <laughs> Like, of, uh, like the vacation movie. <laughs> yeah, no, she was just, she was in a casket. Oh, that's good stuff, Tara. Thank you for that. Speaking of favorite customers, we all have our faves. Ah, oh, the favorite. And there are specific things for me that make them my favorite, not just their existence, because I, I enjoy what most of our customers are wonderful people, yeah. and I enjoy our conversations on a daily basis. It's the best part of my job. I think the people that I've met, the influence they've had on my life, the conversations that we've had, the laughs that we've had, there are so many excellent pieces of advice I've gotten and just Absolutely. when I'm down I've had a customer come to me just kind of noticing that I'm down and lift me so high up that I floated home and I never thought that I could turn that mood around and he's one of my favorites of all time because it was a long time ago when I met him and I was at a low point and I still get to see him and every time I see him I smile so wide and I'm so happy. And one of my all-time favorite older gentlemen, he was a World War II vet. I just was in love with him. And when he passed, I, it just crushed me. And I, I never had grandparents to speak of because they all died young. 
And so for me to bond with an older person, to have such an influence on my life was really special for me. And somebody who just really cares about you, they don't have to care about me, but they see me a lot. And I just love that part of the job where somebody can actually read you, actually pays enough attention to you that they know when you're up and down. And it means the world. I had a customer, you you said that when he he passed that it it broke you down a little bit. And uh, I had a customer, I had... uh, was out and she she passed away. They had to come to the hospital and tell me I was in the hospital sick and they had to come tell me in person and I was very upset. I got very close to her, an older lady, but yeah, the old ones I love though. And ones. you've been through a lot in your life. I know you've had a lot of outside influences. Oh, absolutely. To help you and pick you up. My, I know... my very best friend in the world for thirty five years was a customer. Uh, we equally hated each other when we met. I hated them as customers, and they hated me as a server. Really, that's fascinating. We, uh, they came in one day. They were, they always had a specific waitress, and but their waitress left early on the day they ate there, and they were what we called cacklers. They just ate and sat there for hours because they were on their lunch break, and so their waitress would leave, and we had to clean all their dishes and do all the junk work while their waitress left with the tips. So we just didn't like them. Well, one day it was one of them's birthday, and so we had to go sing and do that. Well, and I turned it into a birthday rap and started rapping, and they loved me from then on and always talked to me, and we're still very best friends to this day. Do you remember the birthday rap? Well, I was, was just, it a rap. I or was, was just it a, a beatboxer rap. Oh. <laughs> you know, something like that. Something I, to that effect. I was not expecting that. Hey, where was that background beatboxing when I was trying to rap an episode? Well, from? where's the no, fun in that? That might have helped. I didn't want to throw y'all. Oh, I think I forgot to tell you the best part of the whole waitress. Oh, story. tell me, tell me, tell me. Why? Why they would even want this waitress to begin with is beyond me. She was never clean. Um, So unclean, in fact. She came to work one day and didn't even bother to wake up the baby cockroach that was sleeping in her No, no. I promise you. You're lying. I promise you there was a baby cockroach. You're a liar. You're lying. Please tell me you're lying. I I promise you Ew. How do you not know you have a cockroach in your ear? Did nobody tell her she had a cockroach in her ear? I didn't tell her. I'm sure at some point the owner handled that, but I didn't. Wow! First of all, ooh. Double, triple ew. And second of all, ooh (laughs) Wow, I thought I heard it all in my 30 years, but no, no I have. It's official. Well, I've heard it all. Well, it still doesn't top doo-doo legs. <laughs> Thank you. You're so, right. You're right. There's that. Unfortunately, I've had some really good customers also that I thought we were pretty close, who I thought we had spent many years getting to know each other, that kind of turned when COVID happened. And I understand that people feel all sorts of different ways about the state of our economy right now. We had to raise our prices like every other business. I feel that we have done nothing that is out of the ordinary. 
But not too long ago, I come cruising into work thinking it's a great Wednesday, and and I I come in your, like your I always day, do, right? Yes, your and I'm ready, day. and I see one of our best customers who'd been coming in for over ten years, sitting at the bar, and he was always there like first, like right when we open at eleven, and I walk in, and he says, "Hey, Lauren, I just wanted to tell you that I've really enjoyed eating at your restaurant." And I said, well, thank you. He said, yes, I really, really have enjoyed it. And I said, okay, well, thank you. I'm so glad. And then he just looks at me and says, but I'm never coming back. And I went, oh, oh, oh this is how our day is going to go. Huh? And okay, well, why? Your, your prices are ridiculous now. Mind you, they went up not even a dollar. And he just decided that we were not worthy of that kind of not price to point the- anymore ridiculous amount of food you get right which which is neither, neither here nor there, there but he just wow i thought we i thought we were cool <laughs> so you had one you hated losing we had one we couldn't get rid of we called them the cake toppers because they were literally three feet tall <laughs> that makes sense and they were a matching set both oh. of them and they were a hundred and they were adorable but oh my god what a pain Oh, my God, what a pain. They were in there all the time. How often did they come? Four times a week. Every time he orders the same thing. Thrift plate, piece of pecan pie, lemon pie, lemon pie. So this particular day, I go back and I say, do y'all want anything else? He says, keeping in mind, he has a very specific accent. He says, I want a piece of that lemon pie. But if you can't bring me a piece no bigger than the piece you brought me yesterday, just don't even bring none. So I thought to myself. <laughs> Is that what he really sounded like? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now, these these pies are pre-cut, pre-packaged pies. There's not one thing I can do about the pie. So I walk up to, you know, if you've ever been to a restaurant, you know, there's one particular table in the restaurant where the servers hang out. It's just dirty and there's drinks everywhere. So I went to that table where we sat, and I sat down. Well, the owner came up, and she sat next to me. We're just sitting there talking. Well, here comes the cake topper. He's coming up the row, and the owner looks around. She said, who's got him? Who's waiting on him? I said, I do. She said, what's he want? What's he want? I said, I don't know, unless it has something to do with his pie. She said, what do you mean with his pie? I said, he told me if I couldn't bring him a piece no bigger than the one I brought him yesterday, not to bring him any. So they're pre-cut, so I didn't take you one. <laughs> she said, get him some fire. Go get him some So he was about to come up and get this pie, I guess. I, guess. Oh, I don't know. How long did he keep coming in after that? He was still coming when I stopped. Oh. When I stopped working there, he was still coming. He's probably in. still there. Wanting a bigger piece of pre-cut pie. Probably, and he's probably 187 years old. Well, Tara, we normally would be doing a segment with Chef Chad, but he's got the sniffles and snot like we've had for a couple oh, weeks. So, Chef Tara, I'm ready. Go for it. Pro tips with Chef Tara. Pro tips with Chef Tara. Um, you would be amazed the people's refrigerators I look in and how unserved safe they are. Please stop putting your meat on the top shelf. Meat goes on the bottom shelf. That's the main one. We'll get into more later, but just move your raw meat to the bottom shelf, please. Why is that? Because it your meat drippings will drip down on your 
foods that don't need to be right. cooked. Just like when the inspector comes Just and goes like in your walk-in. when the inspector walk-in. comes in the walk-in. Thank you don't you for put your that. eggs or your meat on top. It goes produce, dairy, you know. Gotcha. You're saving the world one tip at Ta-da. a time. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Go out there, eat, drink, and be a merry tipper. And remember, it's just toting food. It's not rocket surgery. Exactly.